0: Corruption seems to be everywhere running unhindered, and I'm not just talking about Biden. That and more today on The Grid. The Grid, a digital frontier of freedom. It's our platform where we talk about faith, politics, and commerce, where we analyze current events from biblical and common sense perspectives. I'm so glad you knocked. The door is open, and we have answered. Come on in and welcome to The Grid welcome believers patriots family friends and the like welcome to the grid wow when it comes to news this week i would call this a target rich environment so again we're going to try to touch on the most important stories so you don't have to go looking yourself and again we're all about faith politics and commerce so we're going to look at stories and see how they fit into those particular categories so in our faith segment i actually Get to start off some very positive news a very a very good story because most of the stories that that we share on the grid and the other people share they're just negative because we're having to fight for faith and freedom but we have a great story here and i'm just going to read this to you it involved a six-month investigation and it did not occur in the united states it occurred in england and why is this important normally i don't really care about what happens over in england but in this case we're talking about isabel spruce she was a lady who was walking on the sidewalk in front of an abortion clinic and when she was stopped by police she was asked what she was doing she said i might be silently praying therefore she was subsequently arrested because you couldn't do that and why that's an important story is because you talk about an infringement on freedom it's one thing to say you can't blockade an abortion clinic and keep people from going there it's a whole nother thing to say you can't even pray or silently pray against an abortion clinic. I mean, it's an unbelievable uh, affront to religious freedom. So I remember this story, and the reason that I was excited to share today is because after six months of investigation, the police in in England have decided not to bring charges. In fact, they even issued an apology to Isabel and saying that, yeah, they decided not to prosecute her. I don't even know if an apology is really enough, quite frankly. I mean, again, this is such an affront. Such an assault on religious freedom. It had to do with this buffer zone that bans all kinds of activities, including prayer and anything else. So, anyway, good for you, Isabel. England, I think you got it right, but eventually, but I think you had no choice. But we don't often get to say a win for religious freedom. So, speaking of faith related issues, Riley Gaines is in the news. She's been in the news a lot lately. I'm about to share a story, but I have to admit, a friend of mine, John Ross, is actually the first one who introduced me to this thought pattern, and it's regarding the phrase of biological gender or, or biological birth gender or birth sex. And so when I read the story from Riley Gaines on Fox News this week, it made me think of that conversation I'd had with John Ross, and it's really good. I want you to listen to what she has to say. She says, look, I'll be the first to say that I adhered to this terminology for a long time, I thought I had to make the distinction that I am, in fact, a biological woman. But it hit me a few weeks ago. And really, what we're doing when we add the prefix of biological, because actually what we're doing is we're admitting that there's an unbiological alternative, and there is not. There's not this alternative. She continues, there is man, there is woman, there is male, there is female, mother, father, boy, girl. She continued, this idea of biological woman is absolutely crazy crazy. Well, when I heard that, again, it reminded me of my conversation with John Ross, but also reminds me of Genesis 127. So God created mankind in his own image. And in the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. So, I mean, it's like, okay, come on. It's, it's pretty obvious that this movement is trying to introduce different terminology so that they can reframe the issue. Okay. In our politics segment, lots of news. And we're going to start with Lauren Bobert. Republican Congresswoman from Colorado, she was all over the news week because of some pretty scandalous behavior where she was at a musical and she was vaping and allowing herself to be completely groped by another man in this theater. Then she denied it, but then video came out that pretty much showed uh, this is exactly what was happening and that she had lied about it. So then she had to come back and confess and apologize and issue a statement. And I just listened to that and I go, come on people. I said, number one, is this the best we can do and elect people like this? I mean, even the GOP. So it doesn't really matter if it's Democrat or Republican. We have politicians who don't reflect our values, and it exists everywhere in the government. It's not a, It's not necessarily a party issue. I was very disappointed to hear this news about her. And speaking of politicians with questionable behavior, how about Senator Bob Menendez? Now, he stepped down as the chair of the Foreign Relations Committee this week. Well, temporarily, that is. Why, might you ask? Why would a Democrat willingly give up his chair seat? Um, Well, how about a federal indictment for bribery and even more? Yeah, that's right. He was indicted for accepting gifts in exchange for using his influence to try and protect several New Jersey businessmen from prosecution. What kind of gifts? Well, not much. Just... $400,000 worth of bars of gold, expensive trips and transportation, having his mortgage paid by other individuals. You know, just run-of-the-mill stuff. I mean, it's not like he was flying to China or Ukraine and picking up bags of cash for his family. I'm just saying. Now, this may be politics, but it's also sad and humorous all at the same time. I don't know if you saw, but Biden was giving a speech and I forget even what country he was doing it in, but at the end of the speech he was asked a difficult question and his response was, I think I'm just gonna go take a nap. This is what the leader of the free world said at a conference in front of all of these people in other countries. I think I need a nap. Yeah, that's great. But even to add to that, um apparently he was at giving a speech and he was congratulating the Congressional Black Caucus at the speaking event for all of their great work that they do. Well, here's the problem. He wasn't actually at the Congressional Black Caucus event. He was at the Congressional Hispanic Caucus event. Now, uh, maybe I should give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe with the lights in his face, he was having a lot of trouble telling the difference between skin tone. Who knows? This guy is so far gone, I wouldn't be surprised if the West Wing is turned into assisted living by the end of his presidency. So also speaking of corruption, Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa revealed that there are 17 audio recordings of Joe and Hunter Biden being bribed. Now, apparently the tapes reveal that it was actually Joe Biden that got Burisma or told Burisma to hire his son Hunter as a board member. In fact, Jesse Waters even reported there's a claim that Joe Biden throughout this process actually may may have been blackmailed because of these very tapes. And it turns out that Ukrainian Burisma executive was pretty smart to protect his back by recording all of these phone calls. However, what makes it even worse is when the House Oversight Committee requested the documents as part of their investigation, the FBI redacted the part of those documents that talked about these audio recordings. So I'm asking myself, why is that? Do you still think the FBI is completely nonpartisan, even at the highest levels? Ugh, It just frustrates me. Folks, the corruption in the deep state is far beyond what we can imagine. We need a bowl in the China shop right now to fire everyone and start over. Now, before we talk about the commerce segment, let's take a minute and talk about Red Balloon. If you're a business owner, then you know hiring quality team members is a real challenge. And a bad hire can destroy workplace culture and cost you tens of thousands of dollars to unwind. That's why we use Red Balloon. They specialize in connecting job seekers and employers with aligned values, without all the woke nonsense. Over 15,000 job seekers visit RedBalloon.work every week, looking for businesses that won't force them to pledge allegiance to a bunch of liberal policies. Every job seeker on Red Balloon pledges to pursue excellence in their work, create success for themselves and their employer, and avoid bringing personal political agendas into the workplace. At redballoon.org, learn about the packages for entrepreneurs, small businesses, larger enterprise businesses, and even a recruiter service to help you find your people. Finding the right people can make or break your company's future. Check out redballoon.org today. Okay, now let's talk about commerce in our last segment. Judge Kane issued a scathing rebuke of the Biden administration as they tried to ban offshore drilling in the Gulf of Mexico. This is what the judge said. He said the Biden administration's actions appeared to be an attempt to provide scientific justification to a political reassessment of offshore drilling. And he said the administration's process looked more like the weaponization of the Endangered Species Act than the collaborative reasoned approach prescribed by the applicable laws and regulations. As such, Kane struck down the Biden administration's last minute restrictions on an upcoming offshore oil and gas lease sale in his ruling late Thursday evening. In fact, he granted a preliminary injunction request from the plaintiffs, which was the state of Louisiana, the industry association, uh, American Petroleum Institute, and oil company Chevron and Shell, in order to block the Bureau of Ocean Energy Management's restrictions on this lease sale number 261. This lease sale spanned millions of acres across the Gulf of Mexico, and it was slated for next week. And Kane ruled the federal government must proceed with the lease by September 30th under its original conditions. You know, The reason this is a commerce issue, I mean, we could talk about, I mean, a lot of these things overlap, but the reason it's a commerce issue, particularly is because about oil and energy. Every time our supply or access to our supply is restricted or eliminated, it furthers our dependence on foreign energy sources. And it makes the cost of energy do what? Makes it go up. It's the law of supply and demand. It is absolutely horrible to the economic stability of our country. In other economic news, the border is surging again, and this time, federal agencies seem to be at war with the states. Well, seem to be this time. Actually, they've been for some time. But in this case, apparently, the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, actually installed razor wire along the border, and federal agencies came, allegedly, and actually cut that wire down and removed the barrier that Texas put up. You know, when you have 10,000 illegal immigrants coming into the country on a daily basis, there's a domino effect. Folks that come over here have a difficult time getting a job because there's labor laws about hiring undocumented workers. So what happens? They end up on welfare and our public assistance and other programs. That government assistance costs money and the American taxpayer pays for it. But then the government is spending more than it's taking in. So in order to fund it, It borrows more money, of which we pay more and more interest. All of that is hitting the taxpayer. Folks, the domino effect is undefeated. And this is just another example. So as we talk about these stories today, it is easy to have a sense of hopelessness and to believe that justice is never going to rat out the wickedness in our government and our country. Remember, we've reported this over the last several weeks. God's not going to be mocked. He's not going to let this continue forever. Could it be that the Lord is already allowing judgment to come, especially in our government as we see Menendez ignited, we're seeing tapes come out and and recordings of uh, Joe Biden's corruption and Lauren Boebert is facing the consequences of her actions. Could it be that judgment is coming? It, It may be too early to tell, but the Lord, like I said, is only gonna allow this wickedness to run unfettered for a period of time. At some point, he's gonna bring judgment. He's gonna bring judgment and accountability to these folks individually, but to our country as a whole. So there's a ton of other news this past week that I won't get into. As I I said earlier, we try to pick the high stories so that you can be informed and you don't have to do all that research yourself. But my encouragement to you is don't, don't get down, don't be frustrated about the lack of justice. Do right, seek justice, and pray for the Lord to intervene and rescue our country. So I just want to thank you so much today for listening to The Grid. And thanks again to Red Balloon, our sponsor. Be sure to visit our website at kingdompatriot.us and join the movement of faith and freedom. Also make sure that you tell your friends, your family, and your neighbors about this podcast, The Grid. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and pretty much any other podcast player. Give us that five-star rating so we can effectively spread the word. Your membership is appreciated, your input is valued, and your voice is needed. I'm Chris Coleman, and I am a Kingdom Patriot.